Hello and welcome to Sunnydale Study Group, the podcast for returning Scoobies and Buffy newbies. I'm Omar. I'm Chris. And we are having a, a another during school special. Yep. A DSS. Mm-hmm. DSS from SSG for everybody out there on the INT. That's the internet. Oh, I thought it was going to be an international thing, but it's just the internet. That makes total sense. The INT, INT, the international internet. Ah, I like that. Yeah. The true world wide web. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's going to be interesting when we have a web, like an internet with other planets. Right. Like whether they're different species or just humans on Mars and we have an internet between. Mm-hmm. Like Mars will have like dial up for like a little while in terms of our speeds, but I'm sure eventually we'll like have, find a way to make them faster. Yeah. And do you think that they'll have to call it something like the... Uh... Like the galactic, imme- the immense intergalactic internet. What's that? What are the letters of that? I I I. Oh, that's pretty good. Because the www clearly they did that to try to be cool. Oh, I see. Yeah. So it'd be oh yeah 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 I I I. Yeah. So reporting to you from the www and soon to be the I I I. We are the Sunnydale Study Group, and we are going to talk today about holidays mm-hmm. in Sunnydale. Yeah. We are going to briefly mention one or two uh, beats or holidays or episodes or moments from future episodes. Not going to be huge spoilers. Yes. Um, If you've watched already, this won't be any surprise to you. But in case you are watching it for the first time, you're a Buffy newbie, just know that. Know that there are some minor spoilers ahead for, you know, future holiday events. Yeah. We're pretty much going to discuss and talk about the landscape of the holiday season uh, in Sunnydale. Yes. So, uh, first first things first, usually it doesn't snow. No. Not traditionally, right? It did this year. But it did this year. For the first time ever. That's our first time ever in, Sunny, in Sunnydale recorded history? Um, I believe They mentioned so. that, right? Yes, yes. That's what I wanted to make sure. Because uh, you grew up in a place where it snows. Oh, yeah. Uh, Hasn't snowed yet. That's scary. Yeah, I was in Lake Arrowhead this past weekend, and there was tons of snow. And it was funny, because I was sitting there in the cold and in the snow at the top of a mountain in California, whereas back home in New Hampshire, there's not a flake of snow on the ground. That's so weird. Yep, and it's December 4th. Wow. Well, whatever it is. Today? Well, today's date is technically December 13th. Oh, is it? That the session would be going up. Mm, Tuesday the 13th. So maybe there'll be snow by then. I hope. Jeez. Anyway. But yeah, it um, it snowed once in my childhood. Uh, like, I've been to the snow, but in my own backyard, mm-hmm. I recall one time where it snowed. It was totally like a men's, where my mom just was just like looked out the window. She's like, it's snowing. And then like us as like little boys, my brothers and I just, so you know, are, if you've seen the film Brave, we're the little bear children. Uh, we... <laughs> We ran out and we were just like screaming and like clapping as like snow like fell. And it was just did like, it did it collect? No. Yeah. It like snowed, but it didn't like there wasn't snow. Yeah. <laughs> That's funny. So, but it, uh, but it was cool that it did snow. Yeah, and I li- I lived I grew up at the foot of like the Hamilton Mountain, uh, like where there's like the James like Observatory and stuff, and up Hamilton. there it snows. Yeah. So like we see snow in Evergreen, mm-hmm. my childhood, you know, my hometown, but. It only once did it like come down, so that's interesting. But traditionally, yeah. it doesn't snow, right? Yeah, no, no. Traditionally, it does not. But it gets cold, right? People have scarves on and stuff, but not really. 
I think it's more of a fashion thing. Buffy is like always wearing turtlenecks, right? Yeah. Like, and Giles is always dressing for he's a gentle out. winter. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> that's so true. He must have been so hot during the episode. I think there's air conditioning in Sunnydale High. Oh, I guess inside that'd be fine. And you know what, people? No, but still the lights. That's fine. Yeah, it's a separate people, conversation. Yeah, people wear uncomfortable warm clothing in warm weather. I think it's foolish. Yeah, but that's our silly world. <laughs> Sometimes yeah. I wonder if the politicians in Washington would be more relaxed if they got to wear shorts. Whoa, actually. Put on some shorts. Congressional shorts. Throw on a polo. Like it's hot and like in the Hawaiian summer. shirts. Yeah. People would chill out a lot more if you weren't stuffed into a suit, into a monkey suit. Yeah, like sweating, going from like cold to hot, cold to hot. What's the difference between a suit and a monkey suit? Um Is this a trick question? No, I oh. really no. <laughs> I really um, don't know, because everyone's like, I'm stuffed in this monkey suit. I'm like, looks like just like a suit. Three piece man in monkey suit. Alright, so in the no effects song Pimps and Hookers. Spoiler alert, bad language. Um, which is a song about white collar workers? Is white collar the like office people? Yeah, blue collar is like working folk. Like our dads. And then white collar is like politicians? I, but I believe so. White collar prison, right? That's like the easy prison. Okay, yeah, yeah, right? yeah, yeah, yeah. So, yeah, country club prison. Uh, I think monkey suit, three piece men. Men in monkey suits means it means that kind of thing. It's like you are a you are a evolved um what's the word? Monkey? Yes. Okay. Deciding that you You're gonna are, wear a suit. Yeah, you're still screeching and slapping and throwing your own feces, but you think you can get away with it because you wear a nice fancy Got cloth. it. That explains a lot actually. That makes a lot of sense. Yeah. All right. Well, that solved that problem. Um, Hopefully. Or created it. Oh, geez. <laughs> no, it didn't. Uh, so, yeah. So, so the it, holidays, happy times. Yes. Yeah. Not it, too cold. No, 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 no. And so far, it's been... The thing I feel it's weird about California in the summertime, in the wintertime, is that by day it's hot and by night it's chilly. Oh, it's such a desert. It's because it's like you can't necessarily dress one way. Yeah. It's, and at a certain point, too, in the night... Um, the ground loses its temperature; it's stored up during the day. Mm-hmm. So, like once, you, like at three a.m., there's like lots of times like a cold dip you'll get, where it's just like, Ooh, now it's really cold because like all the heat is like gone from the day mm-hmm. that was like saved up. Oh, awesome! So, yeah, uh, you know, uh, California Christmas Time by Rachel Bloom on uh, Yep on Crazy Ex Girlfriend. Great description. Um, but yeah, in Sunnydale, the holidays are. And it's not too rainy either, right? It's just like dark. Darker. Yeah. Just a little darker, darker, a little cooler. Yeah. A little quieter. Mm-hmm. The energy's a little lower. But people seem to be calmed down. People seem to be chilled out. And, and it seems like there's a lot of getting together, a lot of mm-hmm. get-togethers, right? Totally. Uh, like a future episode, we won't talk about too much, but like Pangs, for example. Yes, you know? Pangs. Pangs, a lovely Thanksgiving get-together. Yeah. Um, there's only ever one other... Um, Christmas episode, and it's not full Christmas. It's in season seven, and it just kind of it takes place during Christmas time, and it revisits some of the. I know which one you're talking about. Yeah, I, I would believe say, it's called "Bring on the Night." Yeah, 
I think. Yeah. That's kind of the turning point of season seven, too. Yes. <laughs> um, That's where it's like, hooray, it's Buffy again. I would go so far as to say that Sunnydale is for sure more of a Halloween and Thanksgiving town. It is. Right? I mean, certainly. Because there's no, also there's, are there any Christmas dances? Because there's prom. There's no Christmas dances, right? Everyone's on break. Yeah. I never had a Christmas dance, I don't think. A, a winter kid. ball of any sort? I mean, no, unless Hamilton has tricked me into thinking that I had one, just by <laughs> having listened to theirs so many times. Or the Yule Ball in Harry Potter, which seemed like a pretty good time. Uh, no, I don't think we ever had a Christmas or holiday time dance. But, okay, but, because, like, prom technically hap. This is confusing. Oh, it's no, it's not. It's confusing just because I'm lo- trying to line up Buffy chronology with our own chronology. Yes. Right now, they're in the spring. Mm-hmm. Right, because they're going to yeah, graduate. That's why prom happened. Yeah, I was confused. There, so there wasn't a there wasn't a dance around the men's time. There was not. Okay, except the dance with death that Angel was playing. Sure. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I. I don't know. I think winter dances are great. I think so too. <laughs> I don't know why they're not more like that's not more of a thing. Yeah. Well, sometimes. I feel like the reason you have it at Hogwarts is because you're already kind of in a contained and perfected environment. And they're on a semester system, right? Aren't they? They finished their they finished testing at a certain point in the, in December before they go on break. Something or does like testing that. only happen at the end of the year? Like owls and all that is like at the yeah, end. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think that there's a I think there's a midterm. Right? Like didn't they have to do like a potions midterm and then they have to discover things and go on adventures? I'm sure they they do. <laughs> Time for a re-listen. But uh yeah, they I think they did that. But it's like I think that the reason people kind of get less energetic is cuz even in California people think it's cold. Mhm. We are further away from the sun. Yeah. And people just kind of want to lay low. So would you say like Sunnydale is more of like a hot cocoa Christmas movie? holiday town yes and less of like we're going out we're caroling we're spending time in the street also i guess in of all places sunnydale you want to spend less time at in night and the sun sets at what 4 30 in the Mm -hmm. winter Mm -hmm. that makes sense why you'd want to be inside where you're safe in your house yeah you don't want to be outside where there's vampires that are not taking the day off Mm -hmm. they don't care if anything they'd want to do something on christmas the day they take off is halloween and even that doesn't really seem that accurate because they tend to now do stuff on Halloween. Yeah, we always run into problems during yeah. Halloween. But I think that it's kind of... My guess is that Sunnydale Christmas is similar to Christmas at the Grove. Like maybe somewhere there's like a fake snow generator. Got it. Lots of carols playing, lots of lights, lots of wreaths and boughs of holly. fa la 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 And so on and so forth. But no, like maybe there's like a pageant. At, like, an elementary school or something. But... I am certain that there's some heavy pageantry. Yeah. But there's no... It's not like an... It's more of an organized by the city conscious Christmas mm-hmm. uh, or holiday season versus... Mm-hmm. Yeah. I like... We talked about this a little bit before, last week in our during school special. But, like, I, I genuinely... Like, I say Merry Christmas to people. That's how I grew up was mm-hmm. my parents are British, so everything is Merry Christmas, and it's also Father Christmas. But uh, I but I really, I'm not, I don't do the happy holidays because it's like, oh, I need to be like PC or anything like that. I genuinely love the idea that there's like an entire block 
of great holidays. Yeah. Like, <laughs> yeah. in college, I was so into Hanukkah. Uh, <laughs> I was just so excited that I had friends who, like, st- like observed and celebrated Hanukkah. Mm. And I was like, this is amazing. Like, I acknowledge that it's not a parallel, but this yeah. is so fun. Totally. And then Diwali, of course, which mm-hmm. is, like, sort of a thing in my family. Festival of Lights, which is really great. And they all kind of, like, I think winter holidays are pretty aligned. Yes, yes. <laughs> in terms of, like, light, heat, eating... <laughs> yeah. yeah, one holiday too, uh, Gernenthar's Ascendance. Right, right. Which is a slight spoiler, but not really, for season five. There's a store that is celebrating all the holidays and needs you to make sure that you know that Kwanzaa, Christmas, Winter Solstice, uh, uh, and uh, Gernenthar's Ascendance, which was the time when the demon Gernenthar ascended. That's all we know. That's all that's <laughs> written about him. Uh, if there's more about him on the internet or in the extended Buffy comic universe, let us know because I we mean, need to celebrate because we're celebrating. It. Yeah, Do yeah. We know, we, there's no exact date. No, I don't think so. Yeah, yeah, I like celebrating all the different ones. Like, I was also raised with Christmas, and mm-hmm. I like saying Merry Christmas to people. Um, I, but then when it's not Christmas yet, like when you enter the Hanukkah era, you say Happy Hanukkah to people. Yeah, I like being able. It's like say them all. Yeah. Say them all, if we could all become more conscious, perhaps, of when they're actually occurring so we can celebrate them all, rather than just like, okay, just just so nobody feels left out, nobody gets to have a specific holiday. Yeah. Yeah, and I don't want to sound like a weird Bill O'Reilly war on Christmas person, because I almost feel like that that wave has passed, that it was kind of like the right was like, there's a war on Christmas, and we're like... I was still celebrating it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> the easiest war I've ever been a vet of. <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah. Oh, my God. Yeah. Man, oh, man. Yeah. A I, war on... Like, I feel like war is... I think war has to be more specific. Yeah, the word war, it's... People throw that around a lot, but I think, like, a war is, like... Like, has to, like, be politically... Mm-hmm. Right? Like, because there's, like, war crimes that are different from crimes. Mm-hmm. So I think that, like, people have, like, Congress has to establish a yeah. war, yeah. right? Does it, the war on drugs, was that established? Like, yeah. did, was Reagan, did he go to Congress? And Congress was like, all right, we'll yeah, put resources in. Drugs, yeah. And it was, like, legitimately a war. Because, like, also war on terrorism was an actual plan, right? Like, a political plan that the Bush administration oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Uh, submitted. And the war on Christmas, of course, was initiated by the Obama administration. Right, yeah. Right? He was like, no more Christmas. And then Congress voted yes on it, no exactly, more Christmas. Exactly, exactly. Mm-hmm. Papa Bear Bill O'Reilly yeah. stood at the gates, <laughs> yelling at the Balrog. Yeah, uh, the Gandalf of the War on Christmas. <laughs> oh goodness! Uh, Christmas films are in an interesting time of their history right now. Yeah, because I feel like every Christmas. When was the last Elf? I'm not sure yeah. what the what your question was going to be, the but uh, my answer is going to be Elf. Yeah. yeah. The last new era classic was Elf. Yeah. Not the Santa Claus 3, Jack Frost. Wait, that was even before that. And it was bad. Um, oh, Jack Frost was the crossover with Santa Claus 3? Yeah, Martin Short played him. Oh, that's great. Anything Martin Short's in, I'll watch. So mm-hmm. I'll go back. Yeah. There's also a Whippy Goldberg. Not a Whippy Goldberg. Whoopi Goldberg movie. A Whippy Goldberg. <laughs> that's when she's driving around <laughs> in a very fly car. Um, 
there's a Whoopi Goldberg film where it's the plot of the Santa Claus, except she doesn't kill Santa Claus. She just has to become Santa Claus. And it's Whoopi Goldberg. That sounds And I believe it's still on Netflix. What's it called? I've... Ugh. Whoopi Claus? I'd have... It might be. <laughs> it's something kind of like that. She's like a TV producer. Is it Hallmark? You know, it has certain elements that remind me of Hallmark films. But I don't... It's not like a golden Christmas mm-hmm. one that's going to pop up on your eye on this year. I don't believe. But it might be on Freeform. I, can't, I just got TV again. I have lost track of channels completely. They've all just blended yeah well like if, wait, fox family was the channel and then freeform or then it became abc family and mm-hmm. now it's freeform so uh emma yeah. caulfield was in a uh christmas film that timer I'm... timer wasn't a christmas film no not that one i just wanted to talk about timer was it i want to marry Ryan banks anyway i think she was on a Hallmark. I'm, yes. Wait. Nope. Those are just flowers. <laughs> Chris is, is I thought furiously Emma, researching this. I thought that Emma Caulfield was in a Christmas Hallmark Lifetime film, but I think I imagined it. Well, I, I think you I think you imagined it for the future. Yes. We'll get a script together. We'll call Emma's people. Mm-hmm. Emma's and people, if you're out there, hello. What are you going to call it? Uh, it's gonna be called. It's gonna be called the last, uh, the last frost at dawn. Ooh, that's good. Or maybe just the last. The frost. last frost at dawn. <laughs> the last frost at dawn comes to dinner. Rising. <laughs> the last frost frost at dawn comes to dinner. Rising, starring Emma Caulfield mm-hmm. as someone hosting the family. After years of them not getting together for Christmas, but after the death of Grandpa, she brings the family back together, and old wounds are opened and then finally healed with the power of Christmas cheer. That's great. That's a great movie. Are you listening, Hallmark? <laughs> Mr. Hallmark? Or Mrs. Hall- Mr. and Mrs. Hallmark, who live in the Hallmark North Pole, where they just churn out these Christmas films? Yeah. Oh, man. It's an industry. Yeah. Yeah. So a lot of movie watching. You know, Joyce Joyce and Buffy had a very, very low-key Christmas. They didn't spend it together because Angel was off trying to kill himself in the sunlight. And so, you know, you have Buffy running out there to save him. So it turned out to be a Joyce and Faith Christmas. Right. And you know what? It made me appreciate even how many people I tend to see on Christmas. I have, I see, uh, there's two friends that I grew up with, uh, Lydia and James, and I make a point, if we're in uh, our hometown, then I will, I'll be at their house. Mm-hmm. Like, I will, like, say good morning to my family, like, we'll have, like, a little breakfast, because we had to save room for, like, the big dinner that we have later. Mm-hmm. And, uh, and I'm like, great, I have to pop in my car and uh, take a few, a handful of gifts over to Lydia's house and go see uh, James and Lydia. That's great. Yeah. Where do they live now? Oh, all over the place. James is in New York, being an amazing, beautiful actor person, and Lydia's in Sacramento, changing the world. Great. Yeah. Good work, guys. <laughs> that was like, that was I'm like, very happy I got to give that epic of an answer. Yeah, that was amazing. <laughs> Are they still there? Yeah, they never left. <laughs> that was awesome. Um, so, 
Yeah. Uh, I have to say, I kind of dig the Sunnydale Christmas. I do too. It's a pretty low key, not this like mad rush, cheaper by the dozen sort of like frantic energy. Jingle all the way. Yeah. It's not this like got rush to get the best gift and if no. Christmas dinner doesn't go right, everything falls apart. Nope. No sham yams. Sham yams. <laughs> Uh, uh, it's yeah. I like that. I like sitting in your pajamas watching a movie. Because for me, I mean, working in the industry, mm-hmm. uh, which yeah, I mean, back in the day when I was more directly at a studio, you get screeners. Yeah, and and so Christmas time was screener time, and my family got to catch up on all the movies, and we would just sit around and watch and like watch movies, mm-hmm. which is not something my family does. My family does not like sitting around. Like, very antsy people. My dad's like, all right, now I have to go invent, like, a new gaming system. You'll disappear upstairs and go call Nintendo or something. And my mom's like, I guess I'll just start painting. And then just crates, like, a, I don't know, a whole another painting or whatever. That's so, cool. But to, for there to be a day where all of us are just like, nope, we're all going to chill out and not do our own, like, mental stimulant stuff. And we're going to watch the movies together, which is what I like. It's yeah. great. That is great. What are your uh, movies you got to watch? For this year? Mm-hmm. With the family? Oh, man. Or just at all. I don't think they've seen Zootopia. Okay. My mom hasn't seen Inside Out, which I think she'll love. Oh, okay. Uh, we, saw, we saw Moana for Thanksgiving. Oh, so good. Arrival. I think I need to still see that with my dad. That'll be a Christmas movie. I haven't movie. seen that. So. Is that about something supernatural? I mean, I guess it's aliens, which are above our current nature. Okay, it's an alien movie. Yeah. Okay. <clears throat> to my knowledge. Hopefully that didn't ruin anything. No, I'm pretty sure it's obvious that there's, like, alien spaceships. I think I knew that there was something going on there. There, yeah. Yeah, I, 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 I don't know about it beyond that. I know Amy <laughs> Adams is in it. If I can get my hands on a, a way to watch Doctor Strange, which might just be movie tickets, that'd be great to watch I gotta it again. go see that. Oh, you haven't seen it yet? No. Oh. Yeah, I, I enjoyed go. it. Yeah. I enjoyed it. I'm in. So, yeah. I gotta see that. You got to go see Fantastic Beasts. Got to see Fantastic Beasts. It's another one. Which I, you know, won't get into it too much because that's not this topic of the podcast. But I think that Fantastic Beasts will be, its success will be reflective on the next few films. Mm. And even though it would be great if it was just a one-off thing you could just sit and love and enjoy as it is, it isn't quite that. Because this is the world we live in. Mm-hmm. And I don't think that was Rowling's doing. I think that was WB. Being oh, like, yeah. This is what you got to make it. Seven movies. Uh, so, um... But it's, you know what, so much of my coming into really appreciating storytelling and uh, movie watching and books and stuff was defined by The Lord of the Rings and Harry Potter, and it was always every Thanksgiving, Christmas, you got a Harry Potter film yep. and you got a Lord of the Rings film, and it was a magical era. Yeah, that was a great time to be alive. Yeah, so, you know, we tried to do that again with The Hobbits, it didn't quite work. Uh, if we can do it again with Harry Potter films, sure. Yeah. I'd be happy. That'd be great. This is the time of magic. Yeah. And it's also, uh, December is such a time to process. uh, This is, of course, we're speaking from a specific hemisphere. Uh, To those listening in Australia, I totally acknowledge that everything is flipped. (laughs) In terms of, I was going to go into a thing about the seasonal changes and like how that like has affected like a lot of like... uh, Americana and uh, American religions and practices and spiritual uh, practices and stuff. But I don't want to exclude anyone in other parts of the world. So I would just say it's like a time, like the holiday season seems to be a time of reflection. And uh, regardless where you are, if you follow the, uh, the, the calendar that 
a lot of us follow <laughs> the Gregorian calendar, I guess, right? Yeah. Uh, that it is sort of the end of the calendar year. And it is a great time to just sit in your... Instead of rushing around and creating new things and building new things and creating new problems for you to solve, just relaxing, hanging out with Joyce, making some hot cocoa, sitting in your pajamas, and just processing the year. Mm. Whether that's through movies or you're catching up on books you missed... Uh, just taking taking that time to just compress all the you know for us like the 2016 stuff and get ready for the new year. Yeah, totally. that's like that seems to be the Sunnydale practice. That is no practice. One time I don't know if it was you I was talking to about this, but the idea of measurement of time and everyone's like, oh, this year I can't wait for it to be over because next year. So well, next year we're technically just still in the same. Timeline. situation yeah <laughs> it's yeah. not like it's like we close a year and it's like we've escaped into narnia yeah it's like we're still just passing through time and i think that the thought that i had was the reason that the year end does have effect is because mentally we all think it does mm-hmm. and so by deciding that it does as a society that there's some kind of tangibility to it that's put yeah. out into the ether when all of our minds decide now we can start anew the ball drop means something it's like because... a, it's a ritualistic cleansing yeah of a, of a of a year that has gotten a lot of uh, flack yeah talked about it and, oh uh, yeah people are calling this the worst year it's not it wasn't great no but you know what? I bet within But that, I also had a lot of great stuff. I, I went had to Australia and Boston and Portland. Yeah. Like, I had, we yeah. did Hamilton. Yeah. That was gigantic. Yeah, we did Sunnydale Study Group. I got to do a you know Thug Tunnel, and we did Hufflepuff Puff Pass. Yeah. It was like, we've had fun. Lexi Alexander retweeted me. That was a huge deal. Great. Yeah. <laughs> yeah we, I shot a movie. Yeah. yeah. We did a panel at WhedonCon. Yeah. You're right. It's been great. We've had parties at Idle Hour. This year was awesome. This year was a great year. Yeah. Looking back, a, a lot of great movies, a lot of great books, a lot of great comics. Yeah. Moana came out. Yeah. Mm-hmm. A lot of important discussions. The Hamilton mixtape. Mm-hmm. I think that this year, the people who have passed away, um, that is a sad thing. Mm-hmm. Um, people pass away every year. Yeah. And I think this year, many celebrity deaths have happened, uh, specifically uh friend of ours, Ron Glass, mm-hmm. who played Shepherd on Firefly. Uh, we practiced Nichiren Buddhism together. Omar directed him in a Firefly ad. Uh, amazing man. That uh, that was probably this, not probably, that was definitely, to me, the most like specific passing of someone yeah. this year, just because it was someone who I'd idolized from afar and then got to have a brief friendship with. Um, but this was a year where a lot of people, a lot of celebrities passed and people were very affected by it. Because mm-hmm. I also wonder, too, if this was the year that we kind of really cementedly existed in our phones, where it was like, yeah, the, the, like our psyche became so distraught by the mm-hmm. fact that we were following all this stuff. And it was like, okay, the death of Bowie... The election, it was like all that stuff became the truth because we lived digitally. I see what you're saying. I would say going into 2017, I would probably like it more if we could transition out of that. 
Like there was like some stuff like uh, at work when Bowie passed away. I remember people put up like um, just posters and drawings and everything mm-hmm. like that. And that was beautiful. I, I would kind of like more of that where it's less of specifically putting stuff into Twitter, which is like a company and like Facebook, which is a company mm-hmm. and just like creating like ad revenue for those guys. I mean, not to attack companies, right? Hey, when it comes to companies on like Mitt Romney, they're literally human beings. Literally human beings that walk around and should be allowed to vote. I'm just kidding. It's, <laughs> it's not how I feel. But but you saw Adam's Romney tweet. Yeah, that, that thing blew up. Yeah. Uh, but it is, yeah, I would say 2017 for those listening, let's, let's move out of the phones and not to take away representation or anything in the digital space, because obviously we're, we're talking into a microphone that's recording our voices and turning them into ones and zeros so you can hear, and that's how we communicate, which is great, but also stuff in the real world and, like, making art that, like, isn't a place and is, like, mm-hmm. present and taking back public spaces and interacting with people. Mm-hmm. I think that's something I would like for us to, like, think about during this holiday season while we're sitting in our pajamas and hot cocoa and catching up on 2016 mm-hmm. and we're making our plans for 2017 and it's that of like let's go back to just when you're on a walk and you see someone wish them a happy hope you know i hope you're having a good day uh make stuff with your hands that you can put up and display and, and yeah. share your emotions and your experiences with other people and sort of break out of that like locked on the phone and things can only exist if we like put it up on youtube or whatever because mm-hmm. again that's just google yeah. <laughs> yeah. And it's also great to just have something that's just 100% yours. Mm-hmm. Like a piece of art that you make and you put up and you share with people and then they get 100% of that energy yes. into their experience. Yes. That'd be great. That'd be amazing. So those are our closing thoughts, I guess, on the holiday spirit of Sunnydale. Yes, indeed. I honestly didn't start with a lot of these opinions. They just kind of formed as we were talking about I Sunnydale. Agree. And I got to say, I like Sunnydale's holidays. I do too. Good yeah. holiday seasoning. Very mm-hmm. relaxed, very chill. A good time for reflection. Yes. And to um, be with people that you uh, that you care about. Exactly. So we are uh, going to be back next week with a two-parter. Mm-hmm. That's right. We are doing graduation part one and graduation part two. Yep. This is going to be up. We've got very special guests. We're very excited. And we'll be closing up season three. After that, we might take a little break just because we'll be with our families and folks mm-hmm. uh, and friends. And then and we'll... We're gearing up for, uh, for season four and for... Mr. Uh, Mr. Angel's uh, whatever Ascent. happens to him. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah it's going to be it's going to be incredible. So we want to thank you again so much for uh, for hanging out with us during these d- during school specials. Yes, these have been pretty great. Um, shout out to Holland. Hey, Ma- Holland, making that money literally as we speak. Yep, making that dollar literally at work. She's printing money. She yeah. works for the Treasury Department. <laughs> <Just kidding. laughs> That's not true. She works for Loot Crate. Uh, (laughs) (laughs) All right. So uh, we usually sign off with a uh, pack of your bags, pack of your books. But instead, if we could leave you the moment of silence for Ron Glass. All right. We'll see you next week.